Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios, the chorus building, the city south side. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex, where you buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. This is Oilers Now. I'm with you along with uh, Brendan Escott. Brendan, help us out here. Why are we opening up with one of the truly great songs from Fleetwood Mac? Well, they went number one on the U.S. album charts after actually being on that chart for a full year. Uh, that was their first of three number one albums. So the chain coming off of Rumors, which is definitely my favorite Fleetwood Mac album, but uh, it was their self-titled one that went number one today. All Back right. 1975. And uh, are you a Guardians of the Galaxy fan at all? Do you watch those movies? Not really. Okay. Well, my son got into it, and suddenly one day we're driving along. He's like, can you play the chain? So uh, there it is. Uh, well, what? A, and, hey, for you guys from Sherwood Park, we could even play uh, Back on the Chain Gang. Uh, that was the uh, for the Alberta chain when Ken Hitchcock was coaching that midget uh, AA, then AAA dynasty throughout the mid-1980s. This is Oilers Now, jam-packed edition coming up. Yesterday, Mark Spector was in studio. Stafford Inspector again. Every Tuesday in Oilers now for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. A reminder, live 
Standard bred racing, Friday nights, Saturday, and Sunday days. Uh, after Speck left the studio, did a little bit of work, and a story broke today, and he's got some uh, quotes up from Jeff Jackson. It involves Connor McDavid. We're going to get to that fairly early on today's edition of Oilers Now in the first half hour. Um, 12.35, Drew Remenda back as a... Uh, I guess he's got about a third of the games where he's going to be the uh, analyst on the broadcasts, uh, the main color guy, and then on the other two-thirds, he'll be uh, on the panel. So uh, Drew Remenda will hook up from him. One o'clock every couple of weeks, we like to talk to former Edmonton Oiler Al May, who is the Washington Capitals broadcaster. Usually we focus a bit on the Eastern Conference, and frankly, Al May speaks the language that is Northern Alberta as well. And 135, former Edmonton Oiler coach, former Edmonton Oiler player, a guy who has as talented of a team as he's had at the University of Alberta. This will be his fifth year. It's never a bad thing uh, when your record at the national championship during that stretch is 9-2. and two. Ian Herbert's back for his second stint at the U of A. Coached them for three years, went to the Oilers staff for three years. He's now starting up year number two, and we'll hook up with Ian at 135. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree has who's live. Anyways, these guys are really funny. September 28th at the River Cree Resort and Casino tickets at Ticketmaster. Dot, uh, sorry, at uh, RiverCreeResort.com. I'll tell you this. If the Oilers weren't playing that night, I'd be there. At that event. Those guys are funny, funny dudes. You can text us at 630-630. Our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. They will look after you. You can go out there and see the great Gretzky. That's Mike Gretzky. Griff Jarvis at Heartland Ford. Heartland RV. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Just, just as an aside, Brendan, I'm just thinking of comedians. Uh... Do you like uh, Dave Chappelle? Not, not really. Is this uh, Joe Rogan's my guy? Joe Rogan. Well, he was out of the River Creek. He was. Why didn't you tell me? I would have hooked you up. Like you, you didn't go to the show, did you? No, but there was something else going on that night. I don't uh, know if it was Eskimos or something. Uh, you know what? There was. It was Eskimos. There you go. All right. Uh, did you ever see the, the the four times I met OJ Simpson by Dave Chappelle? Now, we cannot use that on the show, but it is one of the funniest pieces and bits you'd ever. Anyways, I, I just, I was just thinking of, of, of you know, you got, sometimes you got to laugh at life, uh, especially these days when everybody takes everything so seriously. This is Oilers Now. All right. We'll get to our headlines brought to you by our friends at Touchback Safety. Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. The boys are indeed back in town. I was down at the community arena earlier today. Um, no Connor McDavid yet. We'll more on that in a second. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl out there. None of the rookies that are headed off to the rookie camp were on the ice. It was all the, the main guys. I will tell you right now that Gaetan Haas, a little bit bigger than I thought, uh, can certainly shoot the pill, of course. A right shot center coming out of Switzerland. Uh, James Neal's in shape, and, you know, you're going to sit there and say, well, you know, Stoff, you know, we heard last year that Milan Lucic was in shape. James Neal is 
in the he's at a place where coming off the one difficult year that he's in in his NHL career. I know I put a tweet out earlier today, and there's been a lot of response to said tweet on that, just saying uh, I've got a strong gut feel that James Neal's going to bounce back in a big way after seeing him on ice today. It's clearly in shape. Pretty sure McDavid is going to have Connor McDavid's going to have a vested interest in seeing James Neal succeed as well. Those two have worked out a lot over the last couple of months. Put it this way. Connor McDavid, you can hazard a guess that he was on board with James Neal coming to town. And uh, given the orders, maybe a little bit different dimension. And how many of you out there, and I know we had Jerry Johansson on the show, and I don't ever want to disparage a former player on the team, but I will say this. There's people all around Edmonton that, you know, I go to various establishments, and they'll sit there and say, you know, Bob, I I didn't think that uh, Edmonton could trade Milan Lucic. And the opportunity existed, and, and I want to see the trade work out personally for both teams. Like, this is me talking. I want to see the Flames be successful with the trade. I want to see the Oilers be successful with the trade. But I I just have the sneaking suspicion, given the amount of time that Connor spent with James Neal in the offseason training with him, read between the lines what I'm saying here. There's a vested interest in seeing the player succeed. Now, Mark Spector has written uh, a very... Uh, well, well uh, actually, Brendan, I'm going to get you at some point, maybe during the break here, to tweet out uh, specs uh, from our Oilers Now account. And again, you can reach us at Oilers Now. You can reach Brendan at uh, Brendan S. Scott. Uh, Brendan is with two E's in Brendan. So he's not an A-N Brendan. He's an E-N Brendan. And uh, S. Scott has two T's on the end of it. And you can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Mark uh, Spector uh, got some great quotes from Jeff Jackson. That's Connor McDavid's agent. Uh, as well as uh, Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, who's arriving in a town today. Mark was kind enough to send us uh, that, uh, those quotes. We are going to get into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. So courtesy of Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector, here's Jeff Jackson updating Connor McDavid's injury status. This is obviously, he did the uh, interview while driving again, courtesy of our inspector. Jeff Jackson says they're happy uh, with Jeff's career, and he's with the Wasserman Group, by the way, uh, saying that they're happy with where McDavid's recovery is at right now. On September 3rd, you can't say whether he's uh, ready to start the season or isn't. I mean, I think it's one of those things that he's done a month or so before the season starts. He's probably in very good shape. Uh, then 
Ben Jackson added some additional comments saying to date there have been no setbacks involving Connor McDavid. We'll see how it goes in the next little bit before the season starts, but I'm optimistic that, you know, it'll all be fine, but I'm also not going to, like, you know, rush it if I've got, you know, if he has a setback. He hasn't had any setbacks, but if he has a setback, like... All right, so uh, we'll just we're gonna because uh, Epstein's mother has texted the show to say, Bob, it's it's difficult to pick up the total uh, quote. So here we go. Uh, Jackson said, for a guy like him, this is Jeff Jackson telling Mark Spector this. Uh, he tore his PCL. And Jackson goes on to say, for a guy like him who relies so much on his skating and edge work, cutting back, you don't want to have anything go wrong when you're rehabbing. So it's been very meticulous, very carefully orchestrated, uh, the progression, but he's doing well. Uh, Jackson added, on September 3rd, you can't say whether he's ready or not to start the season. He has another month before the season starts, and he's in very good shape. No one is saying... Uh, and then in the inference is in the quote that he will be delayed. No one is saying until November or December he's done, every, uh, he's done extremely well so far, and everyone is happy with the progression. Jackson goes on to add, they haven't, there hasn't been any setbacks, and the rehab schedule was a six-month project, and we're at the five-month mark. So there you go. Uh, Ken Holland added some additional quotes for spec. Uh, Dr. Naidu, who travels, I will tell you, travels with the team most of the season, along with TD Force, who makes every trip. Uh, this is Ken Holland saying this. Went into Gary Roberts' facility. They spent some time with Connor. They saw Connor. They examined him. They're very pleased with his progress. Um, and Holland added an additional comment about the fact that any decisions that were going to be made on the timeline for Connor, it's not going to be up to one person making them. So they're going to collaboratively uh, work together. So we'll send out uh, from at Oilers now, uh, Spectre's uh, for, uh, full column. Good work by Mark on that, getting that uh, story. And obviously that's uh, a significant... How many times, Brendan, have we been asked, well, what's going on with Connor? I mean, so he was limping around at an event in, what was it, June, which made sense because he was at the two-month mark. I think it was for maybe the Bell uh, Canadian, was it the Canadian Open for Bell or whatever it was? I, I think that was the event. Then he was not on the ice for the contact portion of the BioSteel camp, uh, though McDavid said last week that he had been skating for two months. So do you think, Brendan, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you think uh, we have a little bit more clarity with where we're at? For sure. And I know that Spec was a little frustrated when I hosted with him last week about uh, just a, a lack of any kind of information, good or bad. So I think that's that's put to bed. I, I still don't know what to expect well, as, no one, as far as a timeline. but No one's saying for sure... <sighs> Well, six six months. It's a six month injury, right? Mm-hmm. So he was hurt on on April seventh. Okay, so six months would be what? October seventh. The team starts October second and October fifth. They play the Canucks on the second and the uh, LA Kings on the fifth at home. So there, I mean, it's six months to there. Now, and he's, I I don't know how many times have we talked about the fact of how meticulous he is, Brendan, when he trains and how he follow you don't skate the way he skates without being that guy that's got attention to detail right like there are guys that are tremendous athletes um i hate to do this to eric thurston but eric thurston was a hell of a junior player but he's not the most meticulous guy he still had a great junior career uh was a university player of the year or freshman of the year and and, and went on or played in europe if you asked Eric, if I was more meticulous and detailed like a couple of my brothers, 
would I potentially maybe play North American pro? I think Eric could have done that, but he loved playing in Europe. That's just, he was a natural. Well, Connor, Brendan, Connor is all in. He's an all-in driven guy, and that's part of the reason of success. So you said that Speck had a little bit of frustration, and people have had frustration. But at the end of the day here, is the news not, frankly, about as good, but also realistic as we could have at this stage? Well, that's that's important to say, too, is we've got to be realistic about this, and I think that the fan base would be just as frustrated if he was rushed back and didn't yeah. take every precaution to make sure that this doesn't relapse and, or have any kind of setbacks. And then we'd be talking about a longer timeline. So for everyone texting in and, and frustrated about this, and even us in the media, I mean, it's it's important to <laughs> to just be patient with it. And I know that's the last thing that anyone here wants to hear. But if he's not back for the first week of the season, so be it, as long as he returns fully healthy. See, no one's lying to you. The fact of the matter is we don't 100% know. You know what? We do not 100%. Now, I'm not going to BS you. I don't think he's going to be playing one of the first four exhibition games. Okay? Like, uh, to me, that would seem like a long shot. I'm going to throw something the fans' way. Okay? I know you got to, I, I know you have to pay for the tickets for exhibition games. But I think the NFL exhibition season's too long. Frankly, I would prefer if the NHL added two more regular season games and cut four more, four of the eight. Most The owners are playing seven exhibition games, four at home. I might I might even catch a little bit of heck for saying this for uh, my own organization. I'd rather just have two home exhibition games, two road exhibition games, four exhibition games total, right, and then play an 84-game NHL season. What do you think of that? I guess the the caveat to that being that you're you're now not giving young players or emerging players or whatever as much of an opportunity to make that impression. So now now that's expedited. You make an impression in two games, or you head yeah. back down to Bakersfield. So that would be the downside. But you know you could pose that question for for hockey players, and I'd be curious to see the answers. What do they think of having two more meaningful games? Well, the old school guys would tell you, suck it up, buttercup, because the old school guys used to skate for about 15 straight days and skate twice a day, and then sometimes they had 11 games in exhibition season, right? So it's all about perspective, I guess. I'm just, I just, you know, you, you take a look at the National Football League, that fourth ex- exhibition game, that or whatever, they used to play a six-game exhibition schedule. I think they're down to four games now in the NFL. And do most teams not sit all of their starters for that fourth game? Oh, they'll the, play one series, maybe. Right? Like the third. So anyways, it's just uh, the bottom line here is I think the news is a, is a, is about as good as it can be. But nobody can guarantee you anything as to whether or not, like, he's completely on schedule and he hasn't had a setback. But we can't guarantee you that he's going to be ready to start the season. That's pragmatic, and I think that's kind of where it's been at every step step of the way. Uh, Again, we'd recommend you read uh, Speck's piece, and I know Brendan's already tweeted that out. So, again, for our friends at Direct Workwear, that was the Oilers Now Audio Vault, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. When we come back, and it's 1223 in Edmonton, you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott. We'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Welcome back, everybody. Epstein's mother has texted us again to say, Bob, regarding exhibition season, I do think it's important for the Oilers to play seven or eight exhibition games to give their 
uh, prospects a fair opportunity to make the team. But I also agree, in the situation with McDavid, I would hold him out as long as I could in the ex- exhibition season, given the uh, type of injury. So it's particular to this season involving Connor. Hmm. Interesting uh, perspective there. 12-26 in Edmonton to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time, elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, I saw Elliot Friedman first report this one. Clayton Keller and the Arizona Coyotes signing an eight-year contract extension with an AAV of $7.15 million. He was set to become a restricted free agent after this upcoming season, so jumping the gun seeing all this holdout stuff going on. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks inked to their restricted free agent forward, Nikolai Goldobin, to a one-year deal worth 900000 The Seattle NHL franchise hired Ricky Olchek as an assistant GM to Ron Francis. He is, of course, the brother of Eddie Olchek. Graduated from Cornell Law School, Bob, he was an assistant GM here with the Oilers and a pro scout for the Maple Leafs. Uh, elsewhere, the Florida Panthers brought back veteran forward Troy Brower on a PTO. The 34-year-old put up 21 points in 75 games with Florida last year. The U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame announced their inductees today. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman will be joined by Brian Gionta, Neil Henderson, Tim Thomas, and Chrissy Wendell as the 2019 class. The Edmonton Oil Kings signed four players to standard agreements yesterday. Goaltenders Colby Hay of Kamloops and Colby Knight from Red Deer, as well as defenseman Ross Stanley from Edson and uh, Brendan Cooney from the Sherwood Park Kings midget program. Finally, Dale Howarchuk has taken a leave of absence away from the Barry Colts, where he spent the last nine seasons behind the bench. He cited medical reasons, though he didn't give any specific details, Bob. Yeah, just on Ricky Olchuk, terrific guy. Uh, really happy for him. He was basically the assistant general manager in Carolina as well. So tremendous opportunity for him for Seattle. He uh, was an underrated uh, contributor in an orders organization where Steve Tamalini uh, needed a lot of help uh, going back several years ago. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back on the show, uh, we will hook up with Drew Remenda from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.